three o'clock crowd. What's up, people? Uh, just finished up a big football weekend. Lakers, uh, big win over Memphis Friday, and then a huge come-from-behind win at Portland last night. And the Lakers have made a trade. Rui Achimura, they've acquired from the Washington Wizards in exchange for three second-round draft picks and uh, Kendrick Nunn. Uh, so they add a wing, a six-eight wing who can, uh, who's a good catch and three, three-point shooter who can defend. Uh, a nice acquisition for the Lakers, and maybe they're not done. And he scored thirty points two nights ago exactly. in a game. So he's he's got he's streaking. He's got that in him. I like this trade a lot. So Ireland, and we'll get to the Gary Moreno thing. But at your request, uh, legitimate UFO story, legitimate ghost story. Do these seem legitimate to you, Bergman? These are legitimate stories. They say they are. Okay, they say they are legitimate stories. Uh, so Ireland is a believer in both. He will I do. Uh, he will uh, uh, hook, line, and sinker. Accept your story. Let's go to Harbor City and Greg. <laughs> Greg, you're on. Hey, 710. Greg. What's up, man? Another beautiful day. And before I tell my UFO, John, your call in Portland was fantastic. Oh, thank you, Greg. Um, my wife and I, newly married 30 plus years ago, coming home from Vegas, out in the middle of, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, from my uh, driver's left to the right, I see it looks just like a, a cartoon looking rocket ship. Okay. And it's, and it's coming low on the horizon, and as it gets near us, it's very high, a few hundred feet, but flying parallel to the ground. And as it goes over a ridge, we're so blown away by this. And I pull the car over at the top of a hill because you can see the whole desert because it looked like it was crashing. And we get to the top, you can see nothing. And it, it, we were just blown away by this. Like, see, we're in Mace? the middle of nowhere. It's yeah. a rocket ship. Yeah. Nothing in the middle of nowhere. How can you deny yeah. that UFOs exist? Two, two words for you. So, weather balloon. It's a weather balloon. No, uh, Greg, I'm with this, you. This was definitely a rocket-looking ship. And when I got home, I called. Um, I was working in El Segundo, mm -hmm. the Air Force Base. I was an electrician. Yep. Right. So I contacted one of my friends there in the Air Force about it. And they, they thought enough about it. They would check it out for me. And they said there's they saw nothing. There was nothing on the radar. Nothing. Of course they did. Of course there wasn't because there was nothing there. <laughs> Greg, I'm with you. I, yeah, I will go Greg. to my grave believing in the Las Vegas <laughs> rocket ship <laughs> UFO you. story. The, the cartoon rocket ship. Yes, like that that's an best. important part of it. Okay, let's get to one ghost story. Let's go to Chris in Long Beach who has got a verified ghost story. Uh, Chris, how are you, man? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Good, Chris. What's the uh, ghost story? All right, so there was a ghost called Resurrection Mary, and she's out of Resurrection Cemetery, which is on Archer Avenue just outside of Chicago. Okay. Right? So she was hitchhiking, and she was picked up and killed, and her fingerprints are embossed in the bars of the gates of the cemetery. Mm. So I experienced this back in the 70s. My dad was like, this is a thing you got to see. And you experience it, and every time you go down Archer Avenue, mm -hmm. you get the shakes and quivers, and it's nothing nice. And everybody that knows this on the southwest side of Chicago, they know about Resurrection Mary. But you have you actually seen Halloween Resurrection time, Mary? From Halloween time, it's one of the busiest attractions. But have you seen Resurrection Mary? Yes, I have. Yes, it's 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 something to see. Okay. Uh, really is. Chris, it's chilling. It's a chilling story. <laughs> Thank you and 100% accurate. And 100% accurate. All right, so let's get to this. All right, so if you're an Angels fan now, 
Oh, my God. Where do you go from here? So, Artie Moreno, if you missed it, we broke the news just a couple of minutes ago. Artie Moreno uh, will now not be selling the Angels. And I had been selling this idea that Otani might wind up staying because maybe a new owner can twist his arm and convince him that he'd be the centerpiece of the whole thing and uh, we're going to invest and spend everybody into the ground. Now that's no longer the case. You've got Artie Moreno at the uh, at the ownership position. And, John, I will now go so far as to say I think Otani will be traded this offseason. Well, they have to trade him if he refuses to sign a new deal. You can't let Shohei Otani, perhaps the the most generational talent in the last hundred years, yep. walk away for nothing. That's the death blow. So what you do is you go to Otani and you say, okay, here's $400 million. We want to build the team around you. And if he says, I'm not ready to sign or I'm, I want to – perhaps test free agency or anything that indicates other than yes yes don't you have to trade him at that point so what's what's your asking price if you're the angels so he, he, he oh let's play this out to the end otani says you offer him 400 million he says no correct um and by the way i wouldn't even probably do be that. closer to 500 right and million. i wouldn't even do that dance if i was the angels i wouldn't even do right. the here's 400 million so angels call the dodgers yep say Hey, we're going to trade Shohei. Yep. We've decided. Um, what's the ask? Okay. So if I'm them, I'm looking for pitching, particularly young pitching. Um, like I think Dustin May has a chance to be one of the cornerstones of that deal. Doesn't Greg Julio Urias have to be in the deal? Um, if well, you're the Angels? Yeah, he probably should. The problem is that, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. Julio's on one-year deal right now. No, right. he just signed. Did Julio? An extension, sign? yeah. 18 million for like three years or something. Julio did? Okay. Yeah. Out so, of arbitration? But but regardless of the money, he's a potential number one starter. Oh, he is a number one starter. Let's go further than that. Julio Arias is a number one starter. And and for this team, I mean, you'd start him game one. Um, Julio Arias has one, is on a one-year deal, $14 million. Okay. Okay. Thanks. So. My bad. Um, if I'm, if I'm. The Angels. Yeah. That's the first name I ask for. Okay. Um, and there's also a lot of rumors that he won't re-sign Julio. So if Julio doesn't want to re-sign, you can that's do the same thing with him. That's interesting. That's an interesting point. There's a lot of conversation that Julio may not be interested in re-signing with the Dodgers when he hits free agency at the end of this season. And he's which, unrestricted next which year. Which puts him in a different category. Somebody you could conceivably include in a trade since he's, again, reports are he may not be interested in staying anyway. So they may be in the same spot with Julio Rios okay. that the Angels are with Shohei Otani. Do, stay with me here on this Angels package. Okay. Do, if you're the Angels, do you need another, if you get Julio, mm -hmm. do you need another current Dodger starting position player or starting pitcher or can I now pivot to prospects? If if Urias is the heart of the deal, can I now trade the rest of what I'm sending the Angels as prospects? Or are they going to ask for Gavin Lux, Will Smith, um, you know, maybe James Outman, maybe Miguel Vargas? Vargas. Is it going to take 
somebody on the major league roster besides Urias to get Otani. I think it probably is. Yeah, I mean because I'm other not- teams are going to offer at least that, at least two two rotation starters or everyday players. Because there are two guys I think would be included in a deal, and that is Diego Cartaya, who's their number one prospect, I yep. think, right now. He's a catcher, prospect. right? And you don't need him because you have Will Smith. And maybe pitcher Bobby Miller, who's, again— Another top prospect. Another top prospect, top three prospect pitcher. in the Dodgers organization. they got other guys. they got guys like Gavin Stone, Michael Bush. They have a lot of guys that they could move in there. and But, like, Vargas and Outman— could very well be a part of that too, especially I can see Outman being a part of that, so they can have an a everyday outfielder, right? That has speed and a little bit of power. Yeah. Man, if I'm the Dodgers, I put together the proverbial offer they can't refuse. If the Dodgers get Otani, yep. All of a sudden, an off season which has been flat turns out to be huge, right? Just with this one trade, and I, I'm just wondering, it, would he be? Well, Babe Ruth got traded. Sure. But would he be the biggest individual baseball player since Babe Ruth to to change teams via trade? Uh, the only name that comes to mind is A-Rod, who went from Seattle to Texas. Seattle to Texas. And then from Texas to Or was to he the, a free agent? No, was, he, he, I think he went from Seattle to Texas. Texas traded him to, to the Yankees. To the Yankees. Well, yeah, I mean, that was Mookie the Betts, Soriano deal. The, Mookie Betts was a huge trade for yeah, the Yeah, but Shoei's better than Mookie. Sure. I think he's better than A-Rod. Is he? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, wow. I mean, it literally. This could get really interesting. But I think now the Dodgers radar has Shohei Otani on it. And I don't think it's out of the question that the Dodgers are able to make a move for Shohei Otani this offseason in time for this spring training. And Bergman's point about Julio Arias is dead on the money. There are reports that Julio's not happy, uh, that he's sort of been shunted aside in certain instances for Walker Bueller, uh, that he's upset with that. He thinks he should be a frontline guy. He is a frontline guy. He's your game one starter. But uh, if he's unhappy, it's much easier to include him in a trade. And we're and just to be clear, we're not saying we don't like Julio. Oh like, no, I, my I don't God. want him Julio's going anywhere. I love Julio. Yeah, he's he won the World Series for us. Right. So I, I don't want any of that to happen. But I mean, if he's unhappy and he's not going to resign, if the Dodgers go to him and say, "Hey, let's get let's get a big deal going," just like you want to do with Shohei, and he says no, then you kind of have to do the same thing. You have to move him. And yeah, you got to move the Angels him. You're going to miss him for you're going to lose him for nothing. Yeah. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah. Because he's unrestricted. He's gone. You get nothing. Yeah, and th- that's that's the, the, the only completely unacceptable scenario is you get nothing for him. You, you should be able to get a haul if indeed you have to trade him, but you can't do what teams do with LeBron, and that is wait until he leaves and get nothing for him. Right, right. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Oh, the idea of Shohei Otani at Dodger Stadium. But they'd have like four stop what you're doing players. Oh, man. That would make up for Trey Turner not being here, right? It would It would. It would more than make up for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it would more than make up for it. I love Trey Turner, but it would more than make up for it. Look, Can you imagine Dodgers, those who, nights at Dodger Stadium when Otani is going to pitch? Greg, who's the Dodgers DH right now? Uh, J.D. JD Martinez. Martinez. Could he go into the field? Uh, I mean, he can play a little outfield. But... I mean, he could play some left field. You might have to if you get Otani. Well, you just don't, or you just don't pitch him. You don't hit him every day. I mean, you can find spots for him. Well, I would hit Otani every day. He's oh, you, too you good. have to, you have to, you absolutely have to. So yeah, I mean, he's also on a one year, ten million dollar deal. So if they don't, right. if he's just a bench guy. He's just a bench guy. Yeah, yeah. JD Martinez came to the Dodgers he, he, for less than what Justin Turner went to the Red right, Sox. He could for. be the new Joey Votto. Yeah, well, Joey Votto yeah. plays a lot, yeah. but either way, yeah, he's he's that type of guy. I. I just think that this is a massive, massive mistake for the Angels. They should have traded him in the trade deadline last year. You would but have you gotten can way see much they, more. No, they're going to get a lot now. They're still going to get a lot. You would have gotten more then. At the trade deadline last yeah. year. Yeah. Well, at that point, the, though, the team was on its way to being sold. Yeah. Well, now, I mean, I mean what was they... the, what's different with Artie Moreno now? Why did he all of a sudden decide, no, I'm not going to sell it after all? I, I think... You think he was never going to sell it? I think he put it on the market to see what he could get and wasn't blown away by any of the offers. I wonder how much he was offered. So now he's sticking with it, but that's bad for Angel fans. Oh, it's terrible. Angel fans do not like Artie Moreno. Well, just because they haven't made the playoffs. They haven't won. And, well, plus he's... And he gets involved at... at he gets involved uh, at exactly baseball the decisions. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I get the feeling... This is now a real thing. That Otani could come to the Dodgers? Yeah. Now we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of teams that put spent a lot of money this offseason, and the Dodgers didn't. I wonder if that thing about not trading him to the Dodgers is a real thing. Like, Artie Moreno oh, that's interesting. is willing to trade Shohei Otani, but not to the Dodgers where he has to read about him every five read about him, I've always about thought him every that, five days. I've always thought that you have to go wherever the best offer is. Even I, I don't even pay attention to stuff like that. Like, I would have to read about him every day. If the Dodgers offer me the best package, I'm doing it. Um, I'm not... I'm not not making a trade based on that. Like I've heard people say, well, they'd never trade him within the division, or they'd never trade the Mets and the Yankees would never do a deal in the same market. Why not? If that's the best offer, take it. The only thing you're concerned you you should be concerned about is what am I getting in return, and is is it the best offer out there? I don't know if it would be. I, I mean, I, I think if Otani hits the open market, almost every team with money makes a run. Oh out yeah, him, right. Yeah, I mean, Mets, uh, Yankees, Red Sox. Cubs are, are under the right. luxury tax threshold. I mean, everybody goes in. Rangers. Rangers go after Otani. Astros. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, literally everybody goes after him. I think you have an advantage if you make a deal now. You've got an advantage because you can try to negotiate an extension now. 
Wow, that is going to be fascinating. All right. Um, hey, it's Big Lu- It's uh, Bud Light Reaction Monday on 710 ESPN, reacting to everything that went down on NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend, presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to order, easy to enjoy. Got to be 21. Please enjoy responsibly. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. So one thing I didn't mention earlier, first of all, we tried to beat Michael in uh, NFL picks against the spread this weekend. Well, two of us did. Uh, Michael <laughs> went two and two. Uh, Greg Bergman and Jorge win the day. They each go three and one. Me and Ireland both one and three. Who should be hosting this show? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Jorge and I, obviously. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I don't think so. You you swag system for me, man. Give it, give it a go. <laughs> so I've got the lines for this week. Do you, have you seen the uh, point spreads for not. the AFC NFC championship games? So, uh, Philly hosting the Niners. Okay. I'm going to go. Philly by two and a half. Philly by a half. Three and a half. You should all just quit because Ireland has it on the nose. Philly (laughs) by two and a half. Opened at one and a half and has since moved to two and a half. Okay. Okay. Cincinnati, Kansas City. This one's harder. Kansas City by one and a half. That's what I had too. Is one and a half. Uh, I'll yeah. I'll just stick with the one and a half. Also, I'll say two. Pick them. Wow. Line is even. Wonder if Mahomes gets greenlit if that will move. Yeah, it opened at uh, Cincinnati. It opened Kansas City two and a half point favorite. It's been bet to even. Yeah, a lot of people. Well, all three of you guys are picking the Bengals, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm taking a lot I'm taking, of money going to come in on Cincinnati. Bengals, give, Eagles. Bengals, Eagles. Give you 45K of my 345 on the Niners. You will give me. No, no, no. I'm placing a bet here. He's making 45K a bet. on the Niners over the Eagles. 45K, what is it? It's t- uh, uh, Niners plus two and a half. Yeah. Plus two and a half. All right. Wait, I thought you said it's pick them. No, no, oh, no. Bengals. Oh, on the other game. On the other game. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I, there. Set. Tickets in. Tickets in. 45. <laughs> See, he can make big chunk bets. We can't make a big chunk bet because we don't have enough money. Well, we could. But we would lose our asses. Yeah. I mean, clearly. Our- I don't feel strong enough to bet 45000 on either one of these games. I think they could go either way. Um, if no, the- they definitely. These are great football games. Yeah. By the way, thanks a lot for your help on DraftKings. I finished eighth in a 13-team league. That's not very good. No, it's terrible. <laughs> what did I tell you to do? You told me to I, – I put in the exact lineup that you came with on the air, and I was – Well, I went eighth. one and three as my NFL picks. Yeah, what did you mean, expect? what am I listening to John Ireland for? <laughs> Should have been listening to Jorge and Next I. I week, Jorge and uh, Bergman pick my DraftKings team this year. <laughs> Yeah, you, this week you don't want any Niners. That's your fault. I don't want yeah, any. That Niners. was true. You did. You ignored my you take Niners plea. <laughs> yeah. Was there a great Niners fantasy play? I don't think there was really. Was McCaffrey there? had a oh, touchdown. Uh, Kittle. Kittle. Well, he had a big catch, but he didn't he had have a touchdown. Catch, but he didn't have a touchdown. There was really mm-hmm. no great play out of that game. The game to play was the, only good in the second. Yeah, round. Jamar wanted, Chase was the guy to take. Yeah, yeah, Jamar Chase, and you wanted the Eagles. Anything Eagles? Oh, that, did you see the the catch that that wasn't a catch at the back of the end zone for Jamar Chase? I thought that yes. was the right call. You thought that wasn't a catch 
I did think that was not a catch. I Why? also did not think it was because the ball comes completely out of his hands. But he never it never hits the ground. But he never. But he did. But he didn't ball. catch it. But he but he caught it. He took a step, fell to the ground. He still held on to the no, ball he while didn't. he was no, on the ground. That's no, where he, no, that's he where it came out. But it never it hit the out. ground. He still had the ball, yeah, whether no. it was moving or not. He right. grabbed no, the so ball. But you have to secure. You have to secure the ball. Before you go out of bounds, and he didn't. Yeah. What is a catch and what isn't a catch? I he, think it's he landed. He caught a ball. Cutter. I don't think you actually saw the two feet game yeah. live. Yeah. I, I did. I did watch. I absolutely did watch. The did game you live. think it was a catch? Or I did. I'm with Bergman on this. One. Yeah, I'm not alone not. here. Just because you two think it is. Hey, Jorge, if Brock Purdy, if they win again, yeah. Who do you want to be the Niners quarterback next year? Oh, Brock Purdy. I think it's all right. And team. then what do you do with Garoppolo and Trey Lance? Garoppolo's, Garoppolo's a free done. agent. He He's leaves. Okay. And Trey Lance, you flip. Trey Lance, just keep him on the bench. Yeah. No, no, you trade him. Yeah, you keep him there. I, I'd trade I, him. I don't think he has any trade value as long as yeah. he's got a broken leg. Just keep him there. You know, uh, you would have to wait and get him back out there and then trade him. I want to look at this Jamar Chase catch. It was. This is what the whole thing is with these catches. Like, he caught the ball. Two feet down, right. and then spun and got hit. And on, while he was on going to the ground, is when it got jostled. But if you touch, if you catch the ball two feet down, that's a touchdown. Yep. Yeah, but he was juggling it while he was going out of bounds. No, it's a catch. No, see, there it is. It is. It Look, is thank you, Steve. It is a catch. Yes. Okay, it's, so it's how do you catch. explain that he doesn't catch it and he's out of bounds? He does catch it. He absolutely he, catches it. He and doesn't he secure it while he's in bounds. Call the play, Mace. You're watching it. Okay. He does have the ball. Yeah, there's no question. There's no question. If you look at this, you will absolutely see. Now, it, who, now who didn't hit- watch it live? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see that it's a catch. If it would have hit the ground, okay, not a catch, but it never hits the ground. Right, yeah. but does he catch it in bounds? Yes, he right. catches he it catches in bounds. Okay, there's one foot, foot, two feet. He's now. Wait a minute. He's got to secure it to the ground. Well, the, that, that's where doesn't. it gets crazy. No, he's already got the ball. That's and not he's the rule. Broken the plane. That's not the rule. He, the rule is, you're a receiver. You, you, it doesn't matter if you break the plane. You have to. This is what these N, uh, NFL guys that, uh, like Gene Steratore and all these guys. I'm calling them right now. Uh, <laughs> Gene, Gene, it's Mason in Ireland. If you don't secure the ball to the ground, it's not a catch. Get me Blandino. Yeah, and I think any of those guys would say that. Now try to explain that to someone that doesn't watch football as much and know the necessities of the rules of like, it has to go all the way down the catch. Okay, so him, Chase you, initially makes the, the catch, ball. gets his feet in bounds, yep, and as he's going to the ground, as he's going to the ground. However, as Chase is hitting the ground, Bills linebacker Matt Milano gets his hand on the ball, knocking it out of Chase's grasp. You can see Chase scrambling to maintain possession at the end of the play for at least a brief moment. Chase appeared to lose the ball before securing it again. Um, I don't get why that's catch. not a catch. I don't get why that's not a catch. I actually, if it wasn't in the end zone, it would have been called a catch. Well, they 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 blew him out and won the game anyway. Sure, I yeah. know, but like we, this is the problem with this catch. Was like the it was like uh, who was it? It wasn't. It was for the Cowboys. Des Bryant. He did the same type of thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. That is a catch. It's a catch. That is a catch. Thank you. Uh, from Josh, it was not a catch. You have to control the ball going to the ground. Ball comes loose, not a catch. Pretty simple call. Thanks, well, Josh. Yeah, Josh. That's a very small sample You didn't watch a live, Josh. You're just choosing some guy named Josh. I am. Right. <laughs> All right, that's good enough Because he agrees with me. If Josh says it's not a catch, it must Josh, not be a catch. Josh, you're right. I changed my position. Yeah, Josh no, says Josh no. Josh really swung me on this. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Josh really swung me on this. Gene Steratore, me, and Josh yeah. all say not exactly. a catch. Yeah, I think it's a catch. Good catch, by the way.
That's a great catch. Yeah. No, I mean, good catch by you guys to catch that it was a catch. <laughs> that, yeah. that it was a catch? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, we watched the game live. Yeah. That's all. Exactly. Yeah. You did see it live. Did. Yeah. I watched every minute of every game. By the way, after turning off the Jaguars-Chargers uh, game last week, I'm yeah. like, even when the Eagles were up big, I'm like, eh, I'm going to ride it out because you just don't know. <laughs> right. Bengals up big, eh, you just don't know. I'm not going to miss the big come-from-behind win. Um, all right, uh, coming up next for you. Uh, oh, coming up for you in uh, 15 minutes is um, uh, we've game, of games. game of games. It's my game. Uh, plus, did you see Saturday Night Live? Yep. Interesting. Aubrey Plaza was hosting. She was an SNL intern. I've got a story. A page. A yeah. page. I've got a story that relates to that. Uh, coming up next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hey, you both. Thank you, Aaron. You're going to go have fun now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little George Kittle on a Monday. Good for him. Yeah. I like, hey, fly your freak flag. Do your thing. No, because then you do things that aren't appropriate. Hey, you both. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. You're going to go have fun now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like doing a cartoon voiceover. Okay, Ireland, for a thousand mythical dollars, five thousand mythical dollars from Oof. me. Yeah, five thousand. Okay. okay. Yeah. Tomorrow in the in the Clipper game, okay. you have to giggle like that. All right, let me let me practice. Play it again. Hey, you both. Thank you, Aaron. You're going to go have fun now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that During good enough? The, yeah. yeah but but you have to do, the, it has, it has in, to be within the flow. In the game. Yeah, in, in the, the game. flow of the game, okay. you have to giggle. Yeah. So Michael will say something wise, and you'll say, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, like, no, like LeBron down the lane, he puts it up and in. He, <laughs> yes. And a foul. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to work on oh, it. Oh, boy, that's a, that is worth 5000 So uh, Saturday Night Live, we always watch Saturday Night Live, and Aubrey Plaza was the host. She, of course, Parks and Rec and showed up with Amy Poehler, which was really cool, and they did some right. funny bits. She was a page at NBC. And can you imagine going from page at NBC to host of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I wonder if she's the first one ever yeah, to do that. I can't. I mean, honestly, that's crazy. So I was. it got me to thinking this. I don't, I don't know if I've ever told this story. So I moved from, I'd, I'd done morning drive in Toledo for seven or eight years. Uh, 93QWRQN. And uh, the Q Morning Zoo, Steve Mason. And... I decided I'm going to go to Hollywood and I'm going to work in film and TV yes, production. Yes, the dream of many. So come out of here. Got a couple of good jobs, a couple of good gigs. I worked on a show called The Highwayman, which was about a flying semi-truck. Uh, and uh, casted a, a movie and did some stuff like that. Then the writer's strike hit. So now I'm living So this at, is like 90s, this right? Is, uh, this is like 1988. 1988. Okay. So here I am. I'm in L.A. There's a writer's strike. What do I do? I take one of my audition tapes from radio. Okay. I put it in a box of donuts. Okay. And I put the box of donuts at the door of Kiss FM addressed to Rick D's. Okay. That is how hopeful I was. My hope was Rick would say, I'm in the mood for donuts. Oh, look, there's a tape. Let me listen to it. Oh, let me give that guy a job. That's how naive I was. But it's the equivalent, I think. Hey, stranger things have worked. Stranger things have. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I yes. Was <laughs> do that one more time. Right. Did you do multiple things? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it sounds like, sound very grovelly there. I've got to work on that. Uh, yeah, you've got to work on it. Yeah. But, I, but that's how naive I was, that I was willing to put donuts at the door of Kiss FM, I'm sure. If you bring donuts to us, 
Do you eat? Yeah, I, I'll eat donuts if somebody brings them to us. Wouldn't you? Probably. Only, I uh, only probably. Yeah, I well, outside food that you don't know where it's coming from is probably a little bit of a risk. But I always eat if it's laying around. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Everybody will eat everything around here. So I had this idea with Bergman today. What is your favorite favorite movie? Just if you had to name one, one favorite movie. Godfather. Godfather. Okay. Has everybody here seen The Godfather? Yeah. Okay, so that one's out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. What is Bergman, what is your single favorite movie? Uh, Days and Confused. Days and Confused. John, have you seen it? No. Okay. I have Parts of it. It's great. It's amazing. Okay. Um, Jorge, single favorite movie? Memento. Really? Yeah, it's too confusing. I, I I've watched it several times. I just Guy I, Pierce. Wait, so right? Guy it's, Pierce. wait, it's confused. Is it? But it's your favorite movie. No, no, no. Least favorite. No, no. Most favorite. What's no, your most? Back to future. Oh, mine's Back to Future. Is it Back yeah. to the Future? Oh yeah. Okay, I think it should be that we all have seen each other's favorite movies. Well, I've seen Back to the Future, but I haven't seen. I've seen Days Back to the Future. Confused. I've seen Godfather, Days and Confused. Have you, John? You've seen Chinatown. Yeah. Have you guys seen Chinatown? I have not seen no. Chinatown. That's your assignment is to go see Chinatown. <laughs> okay, so that means John's going to have to find time to watch Days and Confused. I'll watch Days and Confused and Back to the Future again. The Godfather I have seen so many times at this point. Every Thanksgiving, they do a Godfather marathon on AMC. I just turn it on and it goes and it goes and it goes. It's never three, though. Is three included on the AMC Godfather marathon? Yeah. Three is? Yeah. I think three is much better than people remember it's, it to be it's good it's fine it's just not as good as one and two yeah which I mean, is what it what it had to live up to and i'm a big it's I, a little long i like godfather one the best you like godfather two, two the best yeah well but i i consider them one movie because it's the same story but they, they were have you ever seen them all put together yeah i did too they're great Yeah, in houston one year i my voice was going and i had a game that night and my doctor said, you have to sit around and not talk. So I rented all three Godfather movies and just watched them back to back to back from like eight in the morning until five. Wow. And then I went to the game. It was great. I went to, have you ever been to the motion picture museum? It's, it's pretty brand new. It's like maybe I don't two, think or, so. two or three years old. It's so. over by the uh, Peterson Auto okay. Museum. And uh, I watched all three there, the director's cut of the Godfather one, two, and three. It was spectacular. Now, if you've not been to that uh, Motion Picture Academy um, uh, museum, it is amazing. They've got all kinds of stuff there, screenings and all this memorabilia and stuff like that. Killer, killer. Uh, somebody got it for me for a gift, and it was great. So we we're talking about old-time stuff uh, in, my, uh, in my career. I was just going to hit it. Double so I, whammy. I ordered up one of them legacy boxes. Do you know what a legacy box is? I do not. Okay, so you order up a legacy box, and you can put as many tapes, videotapes, audio tapes, cassette tapes, DVDs as you want in there. Okay. And they will digitize everything. Gotcha. So I am going to have a bunch of our old shows digitized. For uh, keepsakes. For keepsakes. Okay. And there may be clips that we can use on the air. I've got all my old Toledo stuff, uh, which I haven't heard in years and years. Um, I've got stuff I did in New York at WNEW, but I'm collecting all this stuff because I don't know what it sounds like anymore. And plus, what do you do with boxes filled with tapes anyway? Well, if you're me, you leave them all in your attic. I was up there for Christmas getting stuff, and there's just boxes of crap. Don't you have up any there. interest in hearing what it was? Nah. Oh, come on. Nah. None? You don't want to know what you sounded like 25 years ago? Oh, well, I was there. 
But but do you remember what it sounded like? Um, probably similar to what this sounds like. No, it's completely different. Hmm. Are you not curious? Yeah, I have a reel to reel from college. Like do I you? have the reel. I have the read the little. The, the and what tape. is it? It's a reel of you. Uh, something that I did in college, but I don't have the machine for it. So yeah, see this guy. Or yeah, these places sent, just you you send them the stuff and they convert it. They all. They convert it all. So I'm gonna have it all digital because you've got that clip of me from uh, doing radio in Toledo, which is way slowed yeah. down. Yeah. Which, I don't is, think yeah. slowed down. which is totally ridiculous. Where, where you come on and say we're back from two weeks of vacation. Yeah, it's yeah. like so slowed down. It's not really legit me. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm doing this legacy box thing in Ireland. I will provide you some clips. All right, good to know. And we may be able to bring people what the show sounded like in 1998. Jeez, I know, I know, it's scary. All right, uh, game of games time. It's my game today. Who's gonna play along with us? Well, Sedano's here. Shidano. Let's get him George in here. Sedano is here. So it is an NFL playoffs game. That's all I need to say. It's multiple choice. Should be easy. Uh, actually, tough questions, but we'll see. Okay. See what everybody knows. Uh, Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, here we go. It is Game of Games time, and uh, George Shadano is here to play along. George, good Hi. to see you. Good to see you. I'm a little weighed down because of that great cake that they brought for Cody. That, uh, <laughs> oh, that, no. The ice cream cake, the Oreo ice cream cake. Can't oh, my God. I'm, glad I'm like slow now after eating right, that I'm glad I missed Can't that. Do it. I'm I glad I missed it, too. Yeah. Last thing it's I delicious. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, Shadano, Ireland, Bergman, and Jorge to play is this game. Is this uh, multiple choice? Multiple Name is your choice, buzzer. Multiple okay. choice. It's all about the NFL playoffs. Do you want to keep score? I can. Yeah, I mean, I. Okay. what I don't like is when I mark things down and then you can see what's right and what's wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so you keep okay. score. Okay. Here we go. Uh, number one, what quarterback has more playoff wins? Roger Staubach, Brett Favre, or Peyton Manning? Staubach, Favre, or Manning most playoff wins. Shidano. I'm going to say Manning. Ireland. Staubach. Bergman. I'm going to go Manning also. Jorge. I'll go with the first one. Staubach. The correct answer is Favre. Peyton Manning. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was going to be. That just it would be that because we picked the opposite end. Here's here's the list. Well, here's the reason it couldn't be Staubach because they have more rounds of the playoffs. I true, thought about true. that, but yeah. Staubach was just in it every year. Yeah. So here's here's the order in terms of playoff wins: Brady thirty five, right? Montana sixteen, Bradshaw, Elway, and Peyton fourteen each, right? Then Favre with thirteen, and then Staubach with eleven. Uh -huh. So that's the actual list. There you go. All right, number two. Jalen Hurts' brother, Averian, was also a college quarterback. Where did he play? Was it A, Texas Christian, B, Concordia University, or C, Lubbock School of Technology? Uh, was it uh, Texas Christian, Concordia University, or Lubbock School of Technology, Ireland? TCU. Texas Christian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see, Bergman. So it's ovarian hertz. Ovarian hertz, yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, what was the third one? The Lubbock yeah, School of Technology. I want that one. Lubbock, okay. Uh, Jorge. I'll go with whatever B was. Whatever B was. Concordia I'm going to go with Concordia as well. Yeah. Uh, the correct answer, Texas Christian. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think Concordia University has a football team. No, I team. think it's one of those mail-in uh, universities, yeah. is it not? And I, did you make I, up I the Lubbock Institute of Technology? Yeah, it is totally yeah. made up. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. All, right, uh, number... All right, so it's Bergman, Ireland, Sedano, one, uh, Jorge, Bupkis. Okay, what head coach has more playoff wins? John Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, or Bill Cower? Harbaugh, 
Carol or Cower Bergman? Ooh, that's actually pretty tough. Uh, I'm going to say it's Cower. Cower. Uh, Jorge. Carol. Jorge, uh, George. <laughs> I'm going to say Harbaugh. Harbaugh. And uh, John. Cower. Correct answer. Bill Cower, yes. Yeah, really? Because right. Cower got criticized a lot for not winning early in his career. So here's the way that list goes. Belichick, 31. Tom Landry, Andy Reid, 20 apiece. Then a drop to Bill Cower at 12. Pete Carroll and John Harbaugh both with 11. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, next one. Joe Burrow's dad, Jimmy, played quarterback professionally. Which of these teams did he not play for? The Green Bay Packers of the NFL, the Montreal Alouettes of the CFL, or the Boston Breakers of the USFL. Jorge, which did he not play for? For Boston. Says Boston. Uh, George. I'm going to say the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. Ireland. I'm with Sedano. Packers. And Greg. Yeah, I'm going to go Packers also. Correct answer. He is actually uh, did play for the Packers. Wow. He was on their practice squad. Uh, the answer is the Boston Breakers. Wow. Hey. Hey. Right. All right, board. Bergman Ohio. two, Ireland two, Sonano and Jorge one each. Okay, in the Super Bowl era, what NFL team has more playoff appearances? Appearances. Okay. Is it A, and these are franchises, the Rams, B, the Patriots, C, the Niners? Most playoff appearances in the Super Bowl era. Uh, we start, we're back to uh, George. The Niners. The Niners. Ireland. It's either the Niners or the Patriots, but the Niners were so good in the 90s and the 80s. I'm going Niners. Niners. Uh, Bergman. I'm going to say Patriots because I don't think you could put a Niners answer in there. <laughs> oh, that's actually very astute, Jorge. I'll go with Niners. The correct answer. The Los Angeles Rams. What? The what? Rams franchise has got 31 playoff appearances in the Super Bowl era. The Patriots have 28. And the Niners have 29. The Packers and the Cowboys are tied for first with 35 playoff wow. appearances. Didn't, know, didn't see check, that Are you double-checking yes, my work? I don't know if I buy that. Oh, I know. <laughs> most play, team, most playoff appearances, Super Bowl era. Is it this is, on, like, and like pro football reference or something? Yeah, pro football reference. Hmm. Stat muse. Um, all right, next. <laughs> What's the score? Two to uh, two. Bergman and me are tied, and Sedano and Jorge have one. Okay. How many you got left? Uh, let's see. I've got four left. Okay. Um, at 24 years old, Patrick Mahomes is the third youngest Super Bowl MVP. Wait a second. What? Who did you say had the most playoff appearances? The Cowboys and Rams. 49ers. No, no, no. Of it, the no, three. On that list. Rams. You, on that list. Read that list again. Okay. Rams 31, Patriots 28, Niners 29. It says here the Packers and Cowboys have the most appear- all-time appearance. So just Packers and Cowboys tied for first with thirty-five. Right. Yeah, he's he's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, right. no, I I definitely did the work on okay. this. I just want to uh, check. Twenty-four years old, Patrick Mahomes, third youngest Super Bowl MVP in history. Who is the youngest? Is it A. Marcus Allen, B. Lynn Swan, or C. Otis Anderson? Who is uh, the youngest per- player to participate in a Super Bowl? Youngest MVP oh. in the Super Bowl, so- Ireland. Give me the three choices. Marcus again. Allen, Lynn Swan, Otis Anderson. I'll say Marcus Allen. Bergman. Lynn Swan. Jorge. Yeah, Marcus Allen. George. I'm going to say Marcus Allen. 
It is Marcus Allen, yeah, yeah. 23 years old. Yeah. Lynn Swan, just a little bit older, about 23 years yeah. old in six months. Right. Yeah, because 83 was the Super Bowl that he that he was the MVP. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Ireland has the lead. Three, everybody else has two. Jerry Rice has more playoff receiving yardage than anybody in history. Playoff receiving yardage. Who is second? Is it A, Julian Edelman, B, Travis Kelsey, or C, Rob Gronkowski? We start with Bergman. Ooh, that's tough. Second uh, most playoff receiving yardage. Let's go with Gronkowski. Gronkowski. Jorge. Edelman. George. Edelman. Ireland. Who is the other choice besides Gronk and Edelman? Uh, Travis Kelsey and Rob, Rob Gronkowski. I'll Kelsey. take I'll take Gronk. It is Julian Edelman. Boom! Yeah. Jorge and I back in this biatch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a three-way tie for first between Jorge, Sedano, and Ireland. Bergman has two. Okay. How many are two left? left? Uh, two left. All oh, right. Bergman's still in it. So I'm Bergman gets to go last. In Philadelphia, which is where the NFC Championship game will be this week, mm-hmm. what will you not find at Pat's Cheesesteaks? A, paper napkins. B, 24-hour service. Or C, indoor dining. What will you not find at Pat's? We start with who's winning? It can be George Jorge or me. Okay, Ireland Ireland go. Which do they not have? Paper napkins, 24-hour service, indoor dining. Um... I'm going to go 24-hour service. Okay. Uh, Jorge. Indoor dining. Bergman. I have to go last. Yeah. uh, uh, George. I'm going to go indoor dining. And uh, Bergman. This will either knock me out or not, but I'm going to go with paper napkins. The correct answer, indoor dining. I've eaten there. It's a walk-up stand. There is no indoor dining. You're thinking of Geno's. Okay, so Sedano and Jorge are there. I ate inside Pat's, but go ahead. Okay. Which of these <laughs> quarterbacks yes. finished with a winning playoff record? A winning playoff record. A, Tony Romo, B, Mark Sanchez, or C, Dan Marino. A winning playoff record. Only one of them has it. Who's leading? Uh, Sedano and Jorge have to go first. Sedano. Mark Sanchez. Jorge. Uh, yeah, Mark Sanchez. Ireland. All right, so I've got to go a different way. you got to go Marino or Romo. Um... I'll go Romo. I'm out. And okay. Bergman's out. The correct answer is Mark Sanchez at yeah. four and two. Okay, Marino, so he's like one or two under five. All right, so you uh, need a tiebreaker between uh, Briones and Sedano. Correct. Okay. We we actually visited this question. Jerry Rice, more playoff receiving yards than anybody. Julian Edelman second. How many playoff receiving yards does Julian Edelman have in his career? you got to write it down, Sedano. Oh, yeah, you got to yeah. write it down. Here, here. I don't have a pen. Yeah, we, we, this is the new way to write it down on a piece of paper. <laughs> so how many receiving yards, playoffs, uh, second all-time, does Julian Edelman have? All right, Jorge, you got a number? Tell me, tell me when you got it. Take a guess. All right, you got it? Sonata, you got it? Okay. What would you write okay. down, Jorge? <laughs> 2,300. All right. 787. What is it, Mace? It's fourteen forty-two. Who wins? Uh, we got to. Oh do no, some I'm math. closer than he is. He's nine hundred yeah, away. I'm way over. Oh yeah, no, Shadano wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah Shadano wins. Shadano, yeah. nice going, man. Wait a minute. What'd you say? Twenty-three hundred. Yeah, he's over. Yeah, twenty-three. Yeah, but you can go over. 
Yeah, but so he's, he's 900, 900 away, <laughs> and you're what, 700 away? Yeah, I'm like okay. 700 oh, yeah. 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 away. It was close. For Shadana. There you go. See, I could have put 1230, but I, I whatever. <laughs> I, didn't I don't think that game turned out fun. Why not? No, was it okay? Yeah, yeah it was, it was good. Yeah. Shadano's got two fact. now for the month. I do? I didn't even know. No, I, no, I thought no, it was I my just first one. Oh, first you one. just put it. Okay. I just put it, yeah. So the score in the month I've is only played once. Jorge three, Bergman three, Mason two, Ireland two, Pepe Mantilla one, Jacob Amrani one, Michael Thompson one, and Shadano one. There you go. I'm on the board. Hey, on the board. Right, How many Mike? do you have? What's that? How many do you two. have? Two. And who's in the lead? Oh, Ireland, right? Jorge and Bergman. Yeah. We, really? Yeah, I'm, tied, I'm tied with Ireland. I yeah. think I have two. You have two. He has, well, no, I have one. Okay. Yeah. And Bergman yeah, and I'm one back. have how many? Three each. Michael's many game games? tomorrow and my game on Wednesday. And we're not to double jeopardy, are we? We're not doubling scores yet. How many more shows? Mm, getting, getting close. Let's see. One, I'm going to miss. One, two, three. Yeah, you're going to miss a of few. double yeah. shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, go to, they go to double starting on Wednesday. So... Um, what do you think of the uh, Hachimura trade? I like it. Yeah, they, they, it's a position of need. None was redundant, and uh, you know he's not a Darvin Ham player anyway. Meaning? Yeah, he doesn't play defense all that well. He's kind of small. Darvin likes big guards, and the roster was really small. Right. They already have Pat Bev and Dennis Schroeder, so it's like, what do you need none for? You know? Right. There is a redundancy there that makes makes this make sense. And he's a how is he as a defender? Rui Hachimura. Hey. Oh, just saying. I mean, he's got yeah, length. but you could say that about none too. But he's at least got length over none, right? So right. there's that. I'll, I'll tell you this, George. Last night was the strangest game I've done in probably ten years. I believe it. It they go up. At, the Lakers come out to go ahead eighteen to four. Yeah. Okay. So they like perfect start. Yeah. Before halftime. Yeah. A thirty-nine point swing the other way. Yeah, yeah. They went from up fourteen to down twenty-five yeah. at half. So you right. figure game's over. Seventy-one forty-six. Yeah, uh, third quarter or second quarter score, uh, 45-13 Portland. Oh, my God. Most lopsided quarter, one team over another the whole year. Yeah. So 45-13, you figure the Lakers have mailed it in. Yeah. You're wondering why we even went up there. Right. This game's over. Just get some free shoes. Yeah. 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 I didn't even go to the Nike he store. Walked to the Completely donut wasted shop. trip. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went to Voodoo Donuts instead of Nike. Mistake. Yeah. Uh, third quarter comes out, and Portland just mails that in. I know. I, that's what I started watching. The Lakers cut it to five, and in the fourth quarter, the Lakers blow them out. It was crazy. And LeBron named Western Conference Player of the Week. So I mean, it, he's carrying this team. Yeah. Literally carrying well, this, this team. Well, this team is worthy of investing in, and I don't know if Rui Hachimura is enough, but it's a nice little first step. Do you think they should go? Do you think they should burn a first round pick? They've got the twenty seven and the twenty nine. I, I think you know it takes two to tango. It's always easy to say burn a first round pick, but it just depends on what you, what is out there. And I don't think I think what we've learned in the play in area era, pardon me, is that all this stuff goes down to the wire, now right? Because more teams wait till the last second. Yeah, that's why it's interesting that the Lakers moved early. Yeah. Uh, that, well, the that Wizards, makes me think. Oh, they're going to do something he, else. Here, here's something I think that you can hang your hat on if you're the Lakers. The Wizards, in my opinion, are arguably the worst player development team in the NBA. And look at Troy Brown. He's a perfect example. You know who also is bad at it? Chicago, who Troy Brown also played for. Uh, they're not good at developing young players. Mm -hmm. They're really bad at it. Whereas the Lakers have had a decent amount of success at it. So I like their chances of making him a little better. I always think that teams that don't do anything at the trade deadline are lazy. Um, I'll elaborate that in a second. Jorge, hit the super stager. By the way, Game of Games brought to you by Cole Jacob. 
Winning matters. That's why after an accident, go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Uh, what's going on, Cappy? Well, gentlemen, um, if I may, John, you were about to explain something to us. Yes. I, I want well, to step aside, and then I got a question for Mace. Okay, okay. so, George, if you look at the NBA, there are several teams that are not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you do nothing at the trade deadline, mm-hmm. okay, which is one of the few avenues you have to to make your team better, aren't you just mailing it in? For example, like Chicago should make a bunch of trades. Yes. They, they're they a team going nowhere. Well, but- San Antonio should trade Jakob Pertl. He's yeah. going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, sounds like uh, they're going to at some point. Phoenix right. should trade Jay Crowder. Now, if none of these things happen... I just think it's the GM being lazy. I agree to an extent, right? I think that clearly they are trying to make deals, to Mason's point. These guys have been on the phones for months, having right. these conversations, gauging each other's interests, seeing what they one team needs, another team needs. So now we're at the stage where everyone kind of knows what the other one needs or all the right. other teams need. And yes, if there is a impending free agent, I'm with you on that. That That's malpractice. Right. Okay. But, but it happens a lot. Right. But if it's not an impending free agent, then I, I could understand you being like, eh, maybe I'll keep the guy until he has more value, like the Lakers did with Westbrook, right? Right, right. right. So, Like, I don't understand, like, if the Rockets hang on to Eric Gordon. The Rockets aren't going yeah. anywhere. Unless, Trade but, the guy. But apparently, according to some story I read, he wants to stick it out there. Now, well, that's different, though. Right. You know? I, I mean, I, I wonder if Utah doesn't do anything. I think that's bad. Well, they have a lot of pieces I would yeah. trade. Like, I mean, Me obviously too. Mike Conley being the biggest of them all, even though I don't know how much in the tank Mike Conley Yeah, is. I don't think yeah. much. Um, do you do, think much? I, don't I mean, think he's, he's, don't he's, he's as a backup. Tank? If, you're, if you're in a rebuild, though, like Detroit should trade Bogdanovich, not necessarily to the Lakers, but trade him someplace. Now, I think they are going to. I mean, everybody's they, shopping they, for Bogdanovich. There are some people that think they want to keep him to be, like, part of a core. Like, uh, they need a they, veteran guy. Yeah, you know? he's 31 or 32, and the, yeah. the rest of their team is 21. I right. love Bogdanovich. Man, the Lakers, I love Bogdanovich. He'd be on the great. Lakers. He would be he'd, fantastic. Well, he'd fit with a lot of teams, to John's point. Yeah. You know? Would you give up a number one pick? I'd give up one, but not See, more. See, I would than give that. up one too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, those kids are right now twelve and ten years old. Yeah, what about top? What about top five protected? Yeah, for sure, I'd put some protections on it. Yeah, yeah, Bogdanovich would be great with yeah. this team. Uh, Cappy, what's your question for Mason? Yes, Cappy. Mace, um, I heard you talking earlier because George and I are going to spend plenty of time on this trade. Yeah, um, right. So I heard you earlier talking about something that I find very interesting that I think a lot of other people would as well, but I need some detail around it. Okay. You said you're taking audio tapes and you're having them digitized. Correct. So are these like audio cassettes or VHS tapes? Like explain this. Both. I'm sitting on a box yep. of VHS tapes from family events and like early stages of career and college football and all these things. And I'd love to have them digitized. Yeah. Not to mention, I'm with you. I got tapes of like the earliest days of Scott and BR where what we sounded like back then versus today. I, I'd love to get all this stuff digitized. How you doing it? What's it cost? Tell me about it. Okay, so it's a company called Legacy Box, and you can get up to 40 tapes. So you can get uh, some combination of VHS tapes or DVDs or cassette tapes or 
I've even got a cart. <laughs> Do you remember carts? You got any mini? Sure. Mini deep. What are they? Radio stations used to run, run on, on carts. carts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. And so all this stuff, I've got forty of them, and I put them in this box, and now I send them away, and they're going to digitize them and uh, and put them in the cloud, and I'm going to have access to them because I oh. want to hear what it sounded like. Like for example, when I was in when I was starting out as a DJ, I would love to hear what that sounded like. Mm-hmm. When you were starting out with Scott and Br, same thing. Same thing. Shadano, would you do you have tapes of a young Shadano somewhere? Yeah, they're probably somewhere. Um, they're, I mean, I would imagine they're somewhere in like the garage in my house in some like, uh, you know, crate or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to digitize these and then throw the rest away. Now, that John way I've got Ireland, a little bit of each show. John Ireland says no interest in digitizing, None. no interest mm-hmm. in going back and hearing them. No. No, I, I don't want to hear myself either. Yeah. You don't? No. Yeah, oh, I'm, glad, I'm just glad I survived those really? years. Me what, too. Why do you not want to hear yourself? I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't even like listening to myself now. Don't you want to see like your how you've developed over the years? I See, to me, I'm fascinated by but what it was I, like back I, then. I don't know. Can't you tell in real time if you're having a good segment or not? No. See, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Like I, I, I'm a terrible judge of segments. All right, but but Mace. No, but I can't. I can at least. I feel like I know when things are feeling good in a given segment, and they're not. Sometimes so. I think things are feeling good, and it actually is crap. And sometimes I think I feel like crap in the segment. Then maybe you're right. Good. You do yeah. have bad judgment. Yeah, I do have terrible judgment. <laughs> but, but the question is this: Why is your okay? agent in here, by the way? Oh, my agent Tom McConnell. He's making deals. He's making really? deals. Taking over for Side Kimmel. deals. Taking over for Kimmel. Yeah, it's yeah. a competition between Mason and Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. We'll see who gets job. the Kimmel job. When's should, your audition? Um, right after his anniversary. He's got an anniversary show coming up this week in yeah. primetime. Okay. So congratulations to Jimmy Kimmel. At yeah. one point, I was going to be teamed with him doing a radio show. Things turned out much better for him. But yeah, no, my agent's <laughs> here. Uh, we're trying to get more vacation days. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you, you just, need more of those? Vacation. Yeah, why don't you just do what you always do and just take them? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's a scenario. <laughs> Mace, Sorry. let me tell you what to do once you get these, these tapes digitized. Yes. Then you need your own Mason and Ireland YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you, believe it or not, that if you just post all those old shows on YouTube and you just put a picture of you and John over the audio over the years thousands and thousands and thousands of people will eventually hear all that stuff I think you're probably right there would be there's weird stuff like I've got video that says dunked in chocolate now I want to see what that looked like we did the (laughs) Valentine's Day bit where you get dunked in chocolate yeah I want to see what that looked like when I was, I don't know, 23 years old. Or I've got buried alive. I want to see what it looks like when I was buried alive for 48 hours. I did a lot of stupid stuff, and I would love to see what those bits actually look like. What those look like now, because they were shot in low-def VHS cameras, (laughs) right? Right? High 8. I was, thinking, I was thinking about that when I was stuck in a Portland hotel room yesterday that I was watching this uh, game on TV from Buffalo in HD, and the the screen was perfect. I mean, I could see, like, literally the mesh on guys' uniforms. Mm-hmm. And you imagine if we were traveling 30 years ago, it would have been like a fuzzy... Oh, my God. You know, I, I don't know how we, we survived all those years with so no HD. During the pandemic, obviously they showed a bunch of old games, right? Right. And, and a lot of them in standard definition. And I was thinking like, oh, like, yeah, HD's been around for a long time. Yeah. They showed, I remember on ESPN one night, they showed the 2006 NBA Finals when Shaq got traded to, to the right. And it had the wings on it. And I'm like, I don't remember that being. And isn't there a way now that they can, 
they can clean those up. Like, for example, you know, I watch that old Baywatch channel. Yeah. They went back and remastered all those into HD. They Aren't weren't those sh- still- They weren't, no. They weren't shot in, AD, in HD. They went back and remastered them in HD. Why can't they well, do that with old games? I could remaster them. I, yeah. There are a lot of old games. Right. But that's and, a lot of work. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a lot of work. But I was yeah. stunned that 2006, 16 years ago. Right. At that time. Oh, actually less. It was like 14 years yeah. or whatever it was at that time. And I was like, wow, that wasn't that long ago to be in standard definition. You know, I was reading today that there's this move, and I think the uh, National Association of Broadcast People is going to fight it. But they're talking- Your Hall of Fame nomination? No, they're, oh. they're not fighting my Hall How of Fame How about your agent gets you into the Hall of Fame? How about that, John McConnell? <laughs> is, he, is he here to get you a star on yes. the Walk of Fame? Yes. That's what he's negotiating for? So uh, here is uh, one thing that they're talking about is whether or not to include AM, FM radio as a standard feature in cars. So, Well, you know, now a lot of cars don't have AM. So I have the Mustang Mach-E. Now mine has, uh, which is the EV, right? So mine has AM radio. But Andrew Siciliano apparently was texting Chris because he's like, I know he said Sedano has the Mustang too. Does his have AM? And Chris says, yeah, his has. And he's like, apparently the new model, the 23, does not come with AM radio. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what what's going to happen? We're going to need, everybody's going to need to migrate to the app. Yeah. Which, yeah, by the way, sounds better on, on, you know, on your car radio anyway. Well, I always tell the people in the IE specifically when we power down, like, you know, like, even when we don't power down. Yeah. Like, just listen on the app. When I was driving out to Yamava, yeah. it got to a point where I was listening to you guys, and the crackling was so bad that I switched to the switched app. Switched to the app. Yeah. By the way, Yamava, it's a big viewing party on Sunday, right, Cappy? That's exactly right. Now, are you and Juan really committed to the project on Saturday? So, Juan and I are committed to dinner at, at the Pines, which is their fancy restaurant, and mm-hmm. then the going show. to see the Leslie Jones show. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did then, you see Leslie Jones take out Stephen A. Smith oh, on the Daily Show? Oh, it was great. Yeah. On their Rihanna bit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then uh, Sunday morning, we're, I'm going to play some poker, and then we're going to hang out at the viewing party. Uh, not stepdad Leo and my mom are going to be there to watch the 49ers game. I'll call it the Eagles game. They're, right. they're there to watch the Eagles game. How much game. did that fly, pain Eagles, you fly. that you picked the Cowboys and the Bills to be in the Super Bowl, and both of them had the mace curse? I did. I had Cowboys Bills in the Super Bowl. What now, a I was thinking about something. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Marcellus Wiley play for the Cowboys and the Bills? Cowboys and the Jaguars. Bills, Jags, Chargers. Yeah. All wow. out. Yeah. All out. It's the Marcellus curse. It's Wiley if if Wiley played for you, your team is eliminated. Plus he's a Clippers fan. <laughs> yeah. That's a and lot of losing. That's eliminated. a lot of losing for one guy. Yeah. What did you think of the Shannon Sharp thing on Friday night? It was wild. I yeah. mean, I so did you go to the game? No, no, I was I was watching it on TV, and then it was all. I saw Dave McMiniman's tweet because I have him on alerts. Yeah, and I was like, whoa! And then I'm at that point, I'm scrolling on Twitter. Which, by the way, Elon, I hate this following versus for you stuff. Can we just get everything? In I don't understand order? what is following and for you. So following gives it to you in random orders, and yeah. then for, uh, or for you gives it to you in random orders, and following gives it to you in chronological order. How like do you, you go to how the do top you set it up? No, if you go open your Twitter right now okay. on your app. On all my right. app on my phone. Yeah. It's on the okay. desktop too now, by Oh, the way. I didn't know that. So yeah. on, we're it all says opening. for you, right? You see on the yep. upper yeah. left? Yeah. For you is who you follow in the order Elon thinks you should see it. Um, oh, so that's the algorithm. On their right. algorithm. And then following is in chronological. So if you hit following, then it gives it to you in chronological. Oh, that's how I want it. Yeah. So is everybody I'm following in chronological order? But it automatically defaults to for you. Right. Because that's what Elon wants. Yeah. Every time so you, you open up the app, it immediately goes to for you. So, um, so anyway, I'm watching this, and it's and it's 
breaking down, like, you know, in real time, the videos are flowing on Twitter. Right. And I'm like, whoa, this is nuts. And then I thought- You could to, get every angle yeah, from it watching was great. it on Twitter. And then I'm thinking to myself- Shannon's a big dude, but he doesn't want any piece of Stephen Adams. Nobody he's, does. No. Steven Adams. Steven Adams I think the only guy, there. George, who's the only guy in the league that could take Stephen Adams in a fight? Like right now? Yeah. There's one, and you know him. Oh, James Johnson. Right. Yeah. 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 He's a former MMA fighter, he's, but he's other than black belt. Michael yeah. and I have talked about this. Yeah. Other than him, no. I think Stephen Adams is number two he, on the list the guy of guys that, you do not want to fight. hundred percent. Who was the guy that he was pushing? Because there was like a little short white dude. That was like That's all a over. Security guy, I think. God, he Although, got his I will face say like this. pushed with like a listen. Full listen to this apology that Shannon Sharp did today yeah. on Undisputed. This might be like the best apology I've heard a public figure give in a long time. This is how you do an apology. Hit it. As you probably have heard or have seen Friday night um, at the Lakers game, I want to apologize for my behavior. You know, guys, I've preached for the last six and a half years, responsibility and accountability. And I take full responsibility for what transpired. It does not matter what Dylan Brooks said or how many times he said it. Me being the responsible person, me having the platform that I have and having so many people look up to me, I was wrong. I should have lowered the temperature in the arena. Instead, I turned the temperature up and I let it get out of hand. And I want to apologize to a few people. First of all, I want to apologize to the Lakers organization, Jeannie Buzz, the Buzz family. I apologize for any harm or unwanted attention that I brought to your organization. I want to apologize to the fans that were in attendance and the fans that watched on television because that's not what you paid for and that's not what you tuned in to watch. Shannon Sharp should have been mentioned as a as someone that was at the game, not someone <laughs> that let his emotions run high and get out of hand during the game. I want to apologize to the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies organization and fans, I am sorry. More specifically, I want to apologize to Dylan Brooks. He is a fierce competitor, and seeing him up close, I get a sense of why he is what he is and how he's wired the way he's wired. Bruh, I apologize. I wish you the best of luck the rest of the season and continue success. Nice. Yeah, I, I thought that was good. He, he covered well everybody. Yeah. 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 Maybe we hear so many people go, if I offended anybody, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, that was, was the, the opposite. The best part of watching it on TV was once ESPN came back from halftime, they showed, like, the perfect angle, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden, Mike Breen and Mark Jackson come on, and they're, like, talking about it. Like, so something happened while we were away and breaking it down. And Mark Jackson's like, do we have to talk about the basketball game? I want to keep talking about <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> well, John, what was the deal there? Like, because to me, you know, Karen is sitting in the front row, and she says something to LeBron or Brody. She gets tossed. Right. I mean, here's Shannon Sharp, Hall of Famer, celebrity, and I kind of think on one hand it's kind of a publicity stunt, but whether it is or it isn't, he's he's welcome back in. That's a great question. He did get a lot of publicity. Um, and, you know, well, you know, Jeannie Buss and the Buss family are not Jim Dolan, you know, who are going to throw out throw you know, somebody out. Charles yeah. Oakley out. Although the yeah. average person. If it, Cap, if, it was you or, if it was you or me, we would have been thrown out. Yes. But he, we're not in the Hall of Fame, you know. Right. Yeah. You're not you, you always want to be someone who's in the Hall of Fame or someone who can get away with stuff, Cappy. That's your thing. Well, I am in a Hall of Fame, George. You know the oh, Western Pennsylvania right. Hall Jewish Fame Sports Hall of Fame. Pennsylvania Jewish Sports Hall of that's Fame. That's right. No, there's no such he thing. He is. He yes. showed me a picture. Right. I Mace. actually found it on the internet too because I didn't believe him for a okay, second. Okay, so Michael is texting me yeah. and Michael will be in tomorrow, but here's what he writes. Not sincere. Oh. Talking about oh. uh Shannon's apology. Still making himself the story. 
all for show. Yeah, publicity stunt, which, by the way, I mean, you, you got to go back a couple weeks ago after the DeMar Hamlin thing happened, how everybody went after his partner, and then he comes on the next day, and he, you know, balls him out and then can't get through well, his Well, no, monologue. he actually did not come on the next day. Well, no, the, the day after. You're right. Yeah. Right. So, so, but my point is, is this. These guys are smart when it comes to drumming up publicity yeah. for a show. You know what, Cappy, I'm out of here. You know, I think you're uh, done. You, you won't let me get a word in edgewise. Yeah. Did you it? see that crap uh, Bayless scammed last night? The one where he threw Dak Prescott's jersey in the uh, yeah. garbage can. As soon, can. As, soon no. as that video no. was over, he went back and fished it out exactly. of there. Exactly. No, I, I don't pay attention to anything he does. Did not see it. It's yeah. just, it's just all trolling. No, I know. I don't pay attention. It's a human does, troll, but it is what it is. I guess but, trolls are human. But. He's got a lot to worry about with those Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Cow- a there are a lot of Cowboy fans here in Southern California who were, you know, sobbing yesterday. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? All right. Uh, that's it for uh, Super Crosstalk. What is it brought to you by? Is we are back to you? to you tomorrow at 1. In the meantime, Super Crosstalk, thank you, George, is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. How many vacation days are you really looking for that your agents I'm um, angling for five more. Five more days? Yeah, five more or days. Or five more weeks. Five more days. Oh, okay. I already have lots That's of six? weeks. That's uh, it? One week. One more just week. Just act like you're sick. One more week. Yeah, just be sick. No, no. I I, I want to be legit. All right, uh, back tomorrow at 1. Shidano and Cappy next, 710 ESPN.